When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Now, we are airing in Boston, Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C. How about that? Washington, Oregon, Idaho, California, Arizona, Colorado, Oklahoma, Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Vermont, Maine. I've been everywhere, man. (laughs) This is the Rod Peterson Show. It is, and we're coming in hot for a hump day episode. It is Wednesday, June the 2nd, in case you didn't know. Episode number 497 of Canada's Daytime Sports Talk Show is taking flight. I just realized that the jersey that I hung on the front of my desk was not meant to be there for the show. I hung it there when I got here. Oh, I thought it was on purpose. That's a Seattle Kraken jersey that's uh, hanging off the front of the desk, and there's a story behind that. But good day, everybody. Welcome to uh, the show. Good afternoon if you're out in the East. Good morning to the rest of uh, you like us that are here in the West. It's a big day, and it's going to be a fun day. I'm Rod. He is Moose. You don't want to change your name to Elk. <laughs> You're going to stay oh, with Moose. It's Moose, and not Mooses either. Okay? Hey, the boys are on the bit. There's no S at the end it's of Moose. It's not Meese? No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on the program today, some of our great friends, who uh, more of our great friends, some whom reside in Alberta. Rich Sutter, pro scout of the Columbus Blue Jackets, 13-year NHL veteran, will be joining us from beautiful Lethbridge. Dave Campbell, the color voice of the Edmonton Elks, will be joining us as well. That's coming up in hour two. So that's cool. And I feel like let's just jump in. Well, before we jump into the quick six, I know there's uh, millions of people watching on Game Plus television right now. Of course, right? But there's also a lot of people watching on Facebook and YouTube. And what those people get prior to us going to the air at 10 a.m. Mountain, noon Eastern, is a pre-show. It's like going to the movies. There's things that roll. There's ads. There's interviews. So our intern, Rachel, has an interview that's running. Who did she have? Scott Russell and Kevin Jesus? Yes. From Global Edmonton. So guys are, are logging in at five minutes to 10 going, thought this was the Rod Peterson show. Where's Rod? Boys, stand down. Check your watch. It wasn't 10 yet. You know what I mean? So we're giving opportunities to our interns to get on the air. That's what we're doing here. Uh, Rachel's in Toronto. She's, uh, I guess, not a graduate of Centennial College, but soon she will be. Soon. Yeah, so that's what we're doing in the pre-show. It was all Darren's idea, and I like it. It's great. So that's what we're doing prior to going to national television when we do it uh, noon Eastern. So here we go, please, can we, with the Quick Six Show topics. (laughs) 
director journey. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Number one, there was one Stanley Cup playoff game last night. The Tampa Bay Lightning beat the Carolina Hurricanes 2-1 in what wasn't a bad game. There was, I don't know if you saw any of it or not, Darren. Did you see when Kalorn scored and skated up against the glass to those two Hurricane kids and the kid had the camera out? I thought the one kid was giving him the double guns, but but he wasn't. I thought he was going to. It was a fun game. It was a bit of an eye-glazing game. But afterwards, Rod Brindamore, whom we love, Notre Dame Hound alum, Centennial Cup champion, saying uh, he's getting a little testy after these games. I mean, most coaches are after losses anyways, but he said, I don't think we're outmatched. I don't know what you guys are watching, but we're not outmatched. And you see where he's coming from. They've lost two games in a row by the score of 2-1, to one, so that's 4-2 in the series. I haven't gone and looked at the shots. I don't need to. I'm sure they're fairly even. Last, last yeah. night, Carolina outshot Tampa by more than 2-1, to one, I believe. Mm-hmm. So... Carolina's played really well. And that's what Brindy's saying, right? And so he's got to say, he's got to have his players believing that they're not outmatched. But I got some Hurricane friends, uh, fan friends, guys that have played in the system that still cheer for the Canes. They're like, this series is over. And they're Carolina fans. So I guess maybe it is over. I don't know. They're going to Tampa down 0-2 for Rod Brindamore's sake I hope they're not outmatched but the score is what the score is you know the Oilers can say where we weren't outmatched by the Jets you were swept guys something's got to change right okay. so that's my take on point one uh, can you go to the two shot for a second please but the reason I got the Seattle Kraken jersey here is at the Four Seasons Sports Palace which used to sponsor the warm-up here. Now it's brought to you by Ecol Electric, your complete electric distributor with locations in Regina, Esteban, Swift Current, Yorkton, and Moose Jaw. Ecol Electric, let's get to work after our coffee break. Um, <laughs> I said to Georgie at the Four Seasons, listen, come cheer for Vegas. We got room on the bandwagon. They're not going to break your heart. And he's like, no, ship sailed on that. <laughs> I'm going to cheer for the Seattle Kraken. So I'm thinking a lot of Leaf fans are just going to jump ship to the Kraken. It's a nice, it's a nice uni. No, it looks good. Yeah. It looks really good. But that's the prize for our top, for the winner of our Stanley Cup playoff draft here that was put together by Nelson Vo, our content creator. So Georgie, unless he wins the draft, he's not getting that jersey. But it's nice. That's nice gear. Really that's nice. That's why I brought that in here. I today. wondered about the captain in 32 and why there was, I'm like, do they have, did they named a captain already? But no, it's 32nd. 32nd team. Yeah. yeah all the, that's oh, not, yeah. that is not a bad looking jersey there. Yeah, it looks good. Okay. So point, ah, dang. Point two, Montreal, Winnipeg. I was going to call up the preview of it from the uh, Canadian press and I did not, but do we really need to? Game one tonight. In Winnipeg, with the 550 uh, fully vaccinated health workers there, man, this has got to be a blur for Montreal. <laughs> it feels like they just got off the ice with Game 7 against Toronto, and now they're in Winnipeg. And I don't know how we feeling about tonight's game. I don't know how anybody could say, I see the people are writing in from Winnipeg saying, Jets in a sweep, Jets this, Jets that. You can't win four in a row without, you can't win four at all without winning the first one. And I think the rest for the Jets is a good thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Jets tonight to win. I'm thinking Jets will win the series probably in six. It's the first that I've thought about it. Jets in six. That's what I'm saying. 
Yeah, I think Jets, Jets in seven. I think it'll go long, but I think tonight's the Jets. I think it's going to be similar to Colorado and Vegas in game one. You, you come off a tough, really hard-fought seven-game series where you were the, you know, you were a significant underdog in that series. Montreal was, but you played great. You had good goaltending. You fought. You really came together, and now you can kind of breathe a little bit because you're not up against the wall anymore. And when you breathe... Sometimes you can get steamrolled a little bit the next night. Not saying that they will tonight. I don't know that they will, but I just see uh, Winnipeg winning tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, what are your predictions for game one tonight? You want to let us know? Would you mind? Fire them in the comment section here. Prairie Mobile text lines open to 306-840-8777. lot of comments coming in uh, on all of our topics, and we're going to get to them. We're going to get to all of what you're asking about, but point three how about this? Vegas, Colorado tonight. It's an 8 p.m. face-off mountain, 10 Eastern. That's a late one. So I wasn't going to be the dork and wear Golden Knight stuff in today, but guess what? <laughs> the little text strings going around from us Golden Knights fans, and they're like, Roddy, get on your Golden Knights gear. Let's go. Game day. I'm like, yes, sir. That's All awesome. right. I got it. And then I put the hat on the desk, too. Why not? It's game day. They need the support. I was going through the drive-thru to pick up coffee yesterday from Robin's Donuts, and there was a gentleman sitting on a picnic bench out front with a Golden Knights hat on, here in the sweatpants capital. Yeah. Wow. Rolled my window down and gave him the nice hat, dude, and he's like, thank you. There's a lot of Golden Knights fans around here. You're influencing the nah, community. Nah, I know about that. <laughs> I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you do see a lot of Golden Knights gear on the streets of this town. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's coming up, and it's what happens, right? You call it the Bermuda Triangle, but we're kind of yeah. open for business, right? And it's kind of like there's an opportunity for a team from out of market to come in and capture this fan base, and Vegas is kind of doing that a little bit. Not that they've put marketing efforts into Regina or the province of Saskatchewan, but it's working. <laughs> I think their marketing efforts here was giving me a couple free hats. Yeah. It worked. Uh, 8 p.m. tonight, Colorado, Vegas, and my my... We've got to talk about Marc-Andre Fleury. <clears throat> Pardon me. ESPN is talking about this series, by the way. They had Peter DeBoer on SportsCenter last night. That's what the new TV deal with ESPN means. That the, the What do they call it? The worldwide leader yeah. is talking about the NHL. And they asked Peter DeBoer who's going to start in game two for Vegas. And he goes, well, I'm not naming him, but you can probably guess. And then they interviewed the Flower. Marc-Andre Fleury said uh, he felt terrible for Robin Leonard that he got thrown to the Wolves in game one. And I just, it almost felt like Vegas thought there was no way they were going to win game one. It did. To a man. You know, but, you know, maybe you think there, you think and, and, or you sit there and think, maybe Leonard, you know, if he's rested, which he was, ready to go, he can, you know, play, you know, give us some magic because he's going to have to stop 40 shots tonight if we want to have a chance to win in game one. I think you knew that was coming. Mm-hmm. And it uh, turns out those, those chances were all really, really good chances, and it's hard for any goaltender to stop them. My brother asked for the prediction for game one, and I said, this is a throwaway game, unfortunately. Colorado's going to win. And he didn't even write me back because he's thinking it's the playoffs. There are no throwaway games. And he's right. But that's what happened. So, whatever. We're one game in, and uh, it all will change tonight. Vegas wins. It's back. It's the best of five. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, from our viewers here, uh, Habs for Life, watching in, U- in uh, Vancouver on YouTube, says, all Golden Knights jerseys are so beautiful. I'll give you that, Rod. It's just 
it's just so beautiful. It's something about the gold. It never goes out of style. From Jordan on YouTube, unfortunately, yes, there are Vegas Golden Knights fans here. <laughs> From Mike in Toronto, I will never, ever recognize Vegas as Canada's team. Ever. He's in Toronto. <laughs> yes, you will. My goal was to make people sick of Connor Bedard. We accomplished that in two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> That's all it took. At the most. Yeah, I know. Uh, moving on. Oh, so point four. Darren and I had a little back and forth on this. The Saskatchewan Premier Scott Moe has apparently green-lighted a full stadium for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. The Rough Riders sent out a statement yesterday uh, basically saying the previous Premier's notified us that we can expect to have a full stadium this summer to, you know, with step three of our reopening plan, provided you all follow, get your vaccinations and follow health and safety protocols. So my take on that was great. I did so much works going into this behind the scenes with a lot of guys and gals that are making a lot of money. So I'm just going with the flow and expecting training camps to open on time and the season to kick off on time because I'm not being cynical or critical. But there was an inner, vo- inner voice in the back of my head when I saw this statement. I'm like, who are they going to play? Who are they going to play? And I don't think that's Debbie Downer stuff. That's critical thinking. But I told you ahead of the show that I was going to bring this up to you. So what's your read on the Premier greenlighting a full stadium this summer in this province? You know, and I know the Riders put out a statement, too. My first thought is that's great. It's probably going to be the Rams and the Huskies playing in a Canada West game against each other at some point or an exhibition or whatever it looks like. Or maybe it'll be the Hilltops and the Thunder. Maybe they'll do a jamboree and they'll both play games. That would be something back to back. But um, you're right. They need somebody to play against. They really do. Perhaps if, if what we've been alluded to on a schedule we haven't seen yet and all those Eastern teams are coming West, then perhaps there will be football in the stadium. But, hey, we're doing our part. Saskatchewan's in a great spot. I think the last I saw yesterday was 62% yep. of those 12 and older are vaccinated, have their first have shot. Have their first shot. So that's great. Um, that means we're on track. If the other provinces continue to get vac- vaccines rolled out. And as well, we could move closer. So... We're doing what we need to do. We need to now hear this, the same things from Manitoba, Alberta, BC, Ontario, right? Yeah. But we will. So thanks, thanks for your take on that. Uh, this is the warm-up, by the way, for E-Call Electric. Mike in Toronto says, I'm all in on the Jets, Canada's real team for now. Hey, if, they're not, if your team's not playing anymore, who are you cheering for? That's what I'd like to know. Because that's one thing with Vegas, man. Every spring, they've gone deep. That creates a lot of fans. That sells a lot of merchandise. And um, from Nelson Vo, he says, shout out to a couple of good Sasky boys on Vegas, Chandler Stevenson and Braden McNabb. Or as Tiger Williams likes to say, Chandelier Stevenson. <laughs> what a great night that was. John in Edmonton says, uh, Vegas NFL, Vegas NHL, coming soon, Vegas NLL. The NLL jerseys are the best in sports, Rod. Have the Vegas NLL jerseys been? There's no way they've unveiled those. No, they haven't even unveiled a team yet. <laughs> no. Just an owner who's exploring Unless it. Unless I missed something. One of our P1s, viewer Todd Pinckney says, shout out. No, where did it go? And if you... Wave the Vegas jersey under a black light. It glows. Todd, I think that's just yours. How about that? 
took you a minute. <laughs> Point five. <clears throat> they like that one back there. The Jays could move back to Toronto this season. Mark Shapiro, the president. I've had a couple good ones this morning. Eh? You have. That's good. Uh, point six. Anyway, the Jays could move back to Toronto. I'm out on the could. Let's see it. On everything. Point six. The Elks, which there's been a lot of people writing in this morning on the Elks. From the 780 right here. Rod, what do you think of the new helmets and merchandise of the Edmonton Elks? Signed, John of Edmonton. I'm a fan. I'm in. I can't wait to talk to Dave Campbell an hour or two to say, what's the deal that it wasn't Elk? Elks is good. Elk would have been great. It's like, as we said yesterday, the Heat, the Jazz, the Mammoth. It's that team name without an S on the end of it. Yeah. The Elks smacks of a service club with middle-aged white men. Yeah. Yeah. The Elks. The Elks club. <laughs> it's down at the Elks Hall. Santa's coming. All the, all the town kids are going. We're going to be at the Elks Hall on Saturday. Santa's coming. That's what my childhood was. The Elks. The Elks club. Oh, yeah. Whereas the Elk, there's nothing else like it. You know Hunters, a lot of hunters have written, and I'm not being critical. I'm all for the Elks. I think it's cool. I love the logo. I love the scheme. I'm on it. I would have just liked to have seen Elk. That's all. And hunters have written in and said, we don't say we're going to shoot Elks. We're going hunting for Elk. So there's something weird about that. When you say it, Elks Club, it's like a possessive S, right? Like that apostrophe, like Elks Club. I think I still have a couple of those tokens, the Elks Club tokens for drinks at the the Elks Club bar, but... um, yeah, it's just, it just sounds weird. It doesn't matter if it's grammatically correct or not. It's about how it sounds. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, the more, the more I think about it, wasn't the point of a name beginning with E to retain the EE logo? Yeah, but that's going to be their third logo. I think they've done it all right. Yeah. I do. I do too. And I think when Dave Campbell joins us, I just want to know, and not sure if he would know the answer to this, but why isn't Elk? Because I think that would be far cooler. Anyways, this is the warm-up. We'll bring it to an end and bring in Rich Sutter next. The warm-up's brought to you by E-Call Electric, your complete electrical distributor with locations in Regina, Estevan, Swift Current, Yorkton, and Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. E-Call Electric, let's get to work. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube and Facebook Live Daily, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. Just ahead of Rich Sutter, I've got to get in some of our comments here from Jen down at the Four Seasons. She writes in, she says, go Avalanche. That hurts. I thought we were friends, Jen. What are you talking about? Uh, from Jason in Red Deer, he says, Rod, I know you and Bo Levi have a distaste for each other, but have you checked out his new podcast with Curler Ben Hebert? It's pretty good. I think you would like it. No, I haven't checked out Bo Levi's podcast. I don't like Bo Levi. Why would I listen to Bo Levi? What's wrong with people? 
Darren. I'm not sure. I don't like Piers Morgan, so I don't watch his show. I'm not a hater. I don't, I don't watch or listen to people that I don't like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like sports. Yeah. It just They're all good. Dumbest thing ever. Just don't like some of them. Okay. Let's go. Let's bring in uh, Rich Sutter, our NHL insider. And there is some consternation on where Richie is. We're trying to figure out. Are you at home, Rich, or your cabin? What's going on? Where, what's your 20 today? I'm home today. Oh, you are? Okay. How are things at home? Oh, fantastic. How are you guys? We're good. We're enjoying the hockey very much. And uh, I guess that's what we brought you on to talk about. And, man. I guess I know who you're cheering for, eh? <laughs> you see it. Yes, absolutely. Canada's team, Rich, the Vegas Golden Knights. Come on, wow. you got to like Colorado a little bit. I like watching them play when they're not playing Vegas. How about that? What's your take on the series so far? And what do you think for game two? Well, obviously, you know, Vegas is going to start in that, um, for one. So that should make a difference. I believe that uh, you will see a different Vegas team tonight. Uh, I've been in those situations before, Rod, as well, when you come off an emotionally charged series uh, where you um, were fortunate to win a game seven and with no time to uh, – decompress for a day or two uh and reset the button uh i'm not surprised at what happened the other night at all so, um, put, put it this way i'm not surprised they lost because it was didn't matter if it was colorado or not but uh when it was colorado and and at the end of the day the score probably doesn't mean much at all to a lot of people especially internally there um it's a bit of a beat down for sure so uh, i Definitely expect to see a much better game, but I also see a much much better team in Vegas. Expect to see a much better team in Colorado as well. That's that whole thing. You just dip your toe in the pool and you got your leg pulled off. That's what whoa, we're in we're in something here. We've been talking about it for two days, right? It happens. But McKinnon, Rich, looked literally unstoppable. But in the regular season, Connor McDavid looked unstoppable and Winnipeg found a way to put the brakes on him. Like, is there a way to stop Nathan McKinnon if you're the Vegas Golden Knights? No, and I'll tell you why. Um, because it's a three-headed monster with that line. It's not like in Edmonton where it's a two-headed monster and you've got four lines that can shut them down, uh, or like Edmonton had happened to them. Uh, Paul Maurice was able to throw anyone out there. And in Colorado, Rod, you've got you've got three guys on that line that all can drive the play. Uh and it's not like they don't do it together because they do, but there are a lot of times uh, where there is a single driver on the uh, uh, on a shift, and you just don't know who which one it's going to be. And and when one guy starts to drive, the other two feet off of it, and that's what makes them so special. That's that's what makes them really hard to play against. Uh, James in Borden, Manitoba, is watching. He says, "When I picture the Sutters away from the rink, I think Yellowstone." Well, Brian's place is kind of like that at Sylvan. What's your place like in uh, Montana? Is I like John Dutton's ranch there? What's your? What's oh your man, place like? it makes me so badly wanting to be there right now because it reminds me so much like where we're at in Montana. It's incredible, um, and it's really unbelievable because the the BS that went on in that show. It's so well done, and we're w- anxiously waiting for the new uh, 
the new uh, season uh, season to come out. Um, it's scary. The stuff that's going on down and where this is situated at in another part of Montana is the same nonsense that's going on in Whitefish in a lot of areas right now there too. So yeah, so it's the same stuff. Um, I know, know three three different groups fighting against each other. It's it's amazing. We're going like, wow, does this not sound familiar? Well, city people, I'm sorry to de- 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 derail you, but that was the comment from the gentleman in Manitoba. And city people say that stuff on Yellowstone doesn't really happen, right? It happens every day. It happens. And, yeah, and not just in Montana, but it happens here and it happens around where you are too. But anyways, yeah. back to hockey. Yeah. Um, we got a lot of Winnipeg viewers in there. Like, I'd like to tell them to settle down, but no, don't settle down. Go. <laughs> Tonight, game one, Jets and Habs, Matt. What's your take on that series? Well, first of all, I'm going to say, and I don't want to do this as against the Jets fans, but look, I love Carey Price, and anyone who doesn't love Carey Price has got something wrong with him. I mean, he's a money goalie, just like Connor Halbach. He's a Canadian. He's a Western Canadian, which is what I love the most. Uh, it's hard to bet against Connor, but or against Carey, but when you got Connor at the other end, I mean, it's a toss-up. Uh, right now, uh, I think both teams are deep teams. Uh, I just you're getting a lot more scoring up and down the lineup in Winnipeg than you are in Montreal, and and uh, boy, I think again you're coming off an emotional win. You get on a plane yesterday and fly to Winnipeg. There's not a lot of time to reset the button. Uh, in order, I think the only way Montreal wins a game tonight is Carey Price has to stand on his head, and and uh, maybe their power play gets a goal or two. Um, seeming that they've come alive. Uh, but it's just hard to bet against Winnipeg right now. Well, they're healthier too, from what I understand. Like you must have heard out of Montreal all the injuries that the Habs were playing through. But then in Game Seven, they didn't look that hurt to me. I get like a guy like Gallagher. You're never really gonna know how hurt he is because he's out there, no. right? But but the Jets. Well, it's no different than they piss and moaned in Toronto about number ninety one and. Uh, that he had a knee injury also when I saw his first morning on the ice in the morning of game five, the way he was skating and starting and stopping and sharp turns and twisting and turning. He didn't look like a guy who was first time on the ice coming off a knee injury. So um, you just don't know what to believe and who to believe at this time of year, to tell you the truth. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Justin Fung's watching on YouTube. He says both goalies have the ability to steal a series. And that's right. Hellebuck and Price. Do you expect two one games in this series then because of that? You know, honestly, Rod, I think it could go both ways. Uh, at this point, both goalies seemingly are in a zone. And, and the zone that um, as a teammate and at times the opposition, when you see uh, the demeanor of that individual, you see how he's stopping pucks, he's making difficult saves look easy. Uh, the tracking of the pucks, he's in position, he's square. Um, when you see goalies do these things, uh, obviously it's called the zone, and, and, and that's what they both are in uh, deep into right now. Uh, and I can't see it changing, but if the, one of them fell out of that area right away, you could tell right away just judging on how the goals are going in. So uh, I think as a fan, if you're really watching certain things in these goalies, you'll have a pretty good idea where these scores are going to go. I take, Rich, if you don't mind, on Carolina-Tampa. You saw Rod Brindamore say last night that he doesn't think we're outmatched, but they're down 0-2. Do 
Do you think they make this a series or not? I sure hope they do because I'm a Roddy Brindamore fan. Uh, I really like their team. Um, Tampa is showing us another layer of the, what they're capable of. Is That's just not score goals and that's defend. And it's just not about the goalie. Yes, the goalie has to make the save. But there's layers that are going on in terms of the structure that's happening in front of Vasilevsky, how this group is playing right now. Uh, they basically have said, okay, if you want to try and beat us 2-1, we'll beat you 2-1. If you want to try and score four goals, well, tonight we'll score six. That's just how good Tampa is. But I'm telling you, Carolina is a good team. They're so skilled. Uh, they're deep. Um, my concern is, is yes, uh, Nabalkovich has got to make some saves. Um it's not that he's allowing a lot of goals, but it's the timely goals. And also, I think they're going to miss Vincent Trocek if he's not back in the lineup. They've already got Niederreiter out. I think that is going to be another hole that's hard to fill. Uh, it's easy to say you got depth. Uh, it's one thing to have depth in numbers. It's another thing to have depth in real high-quality players, which these two guys are. Hey, you know, unfortunately, hockey is so much about the salary and the business side, right? It's actually probably more that than the game's. Here's a question from Jordan on YouTube that I will put to you exactly the way that he's asked it. How do you feel with Tampa Bay being well over the salary cap? What's your take on that topic? Well, I'll put it this way. They've got some very bright people running that hockey club and Julian Breesbaugh and their cap people. Uh, they've had some really, I wouldn't call it, in this, in this question, I would say they've had some real... Uh, good fortune in the type that uh, with Kucherov getting hurt, uh, with Stamkos uh, and, and missing most of the year, all the year, and then Kucherov or Stamkos missing parts of it, they had the good fortune of the of, of uh, a guy with a real big number in terms of his contract uh, that they were able to put it on LTIR, which is long term injury reserve. Uh, and recoup that money and put it in other areas to, to get them through. Once the playoffs start, the salary caps go out the window, and this is where they've really benefited from it. And good for them. Uh, moving forward, it's uh, you don't need to be a rocket scientist or a, a math 30 major to understand that uh, – $17 million in the, over the cap heading to the playoffs is not the same as $17 million headed into the regular season. So hmm. there is going to have to be some real changes in Tampa this year. Uh, they've got some huge, tough decisions to make moving forward. They've got expansion draft issues. Uh, they've got a lot on their plate. And this is their time that if there's going to be a team – or in a year that they're going to win, they're going to have to win, uh, it's got to be now. Uh, Jordan piggybacks on that and says, it's a tough question, but Rich is right. They have some smart front office guys. And listen, we've been around sports our whole time, our whole lives. This is how you win. And I've seen other teams doing it, and I'm like, why, why can't RGM do that when they're beating us? You know what I mean? The, yeah. With, and by the way, sitting Kucherov out, if they did all year, is a hell of a gamble, Rich. You don't know that you're going to finish in first, or right? Like, that's not something that's planned, I don't think. No, it's not, Rod. But I think the biggest thing is uh, they proved a point last year in the bubble, winning how they did the cup last year. Uh, it, it showed them a few things and told them a few things about certain individuals that they might have had some questions on. 
look, going to Kucherov at the start of the year, knowing that he could be out for a certain period of time and whether you're going to try and nurse this injury along and maybe never get right till this summer with the, with the surgery then. Um, they did the right thing, obviously, by, by uh, getting his issue taken care of. And in the long run, it saved them an enormous amount of uh, money in terms of where they could move it around. And it still got them where they got them to be where they're at today, knowing full well that they could trust the people they had in their rosters, in their lineups uh, when the season started. So good on them. Uh, they're still the team to beat because they're the Stanley Cup champions at this point. Rich, a wonderful visit as always. I appreciate you watching us, uh, by the way, on Game Plus. You've now figured out that we replay at 2 p.m. in the afternoon, right? You've... Uh discovered that i figured that out rod thanks to you (laughs) all right well thank you thanks for watching uh keep it real my friend as always and enjoy the hockey you bet take care talk soon our nhl insider rich sutter joining us from lethbridge alberta in our visits with him brought to you by original 16 great western brewery we'll be back with a sports update lots going on today whl holding the draft lottery this morning did you hear So lots to get to. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds, full-service car wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now, back to the studio with Rob. Thanks for sticking with us through the uh, break, everybody. And some comments from our viewers on our last interview guest, who was Rich Sutter. Ryland Spencer in Seattle says, I could listen to Rich talk all day. So could I. Love that guy. From Troy in Toronto, who runs the company Sober Athletic, where he says, I like Rich Sutter. He's the kind of guy I'd love to have a coffee with and ask hockey questions all day. He must have amazing hockey stories. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, he does. Hey, just before a sports update, Darren and I were talking about ESPN sports coverage because a gentleman had written in here earlier and said all they talk about is basketball and football. ESPN. And so Stephen A. Smith came out. There it is from Dylan McDonald. Stephen A. Smith and just destroyed the Maple Leafs and compared them to my Dallas Cowboys. What did he say? Epic failure or something? Epic failure. They are the Dallas Cowboys of the NHL. They are Canada's Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. That's what he said. So I said last season that Stephen A. Smith's ripping on the Dallas Cowboys is getting old. When I saw the clip last night, I'm thinking at least the Cowboys have won three Super Bowls in the color television era. Like, don't, Stephen A. It's not a joke. It's the truth. Whatever. But whatever, loser. Um, How about that? (laughs) Anyways, if this is ESPN's way of covering the NHL, Stephen A. Smith trolling the Leafs, don't bother. Leave it to the experts because you know nothing about hockey. And that's this is not I know nothing about the NBA. You don't see me sitting here talking about the NBA. Or trolling teams. So, how did you feel? that? That's your team that he was I thought ripping. it was funny. I thought it was did funny. You? I thought it was on brand for Stephen A. Okay. So, if he's going to do it about the Cowboys, he's going to do it about the Leafs. I think it's perfect. But, he also then spends his segments on there dissecting the Cowboys and dissecting the NFL. I don't think he's going to do that in the NHL. 
So it I is a little not. bit of a, hey, Stephen A., here's this team, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Here's their history. Here's all the things that are happening. Doesn't this sound like the, this is great? You should go do this on the air. That's what it felt like a little bit, that it was kind of, you know, presented to him that way. But I don't know. I thought, I thought it was funny in the moment. I was able to take it. Oh, it's off. fine. Hey, you guys, I'm glad you're not upset. Chris Bird in Toronto says, I fully support Stephen A. Smith on this one, my team. And it was hilarious. Okay, okay. I'm just trying to get defend you people. Because you thought my Mike Babcock tweet was tasteless. That's what you told me. So how's that any different than what Stephen A. Smith did? <laughs> it's not. Because it's, I thought it was funny too. It wasn't like I didn't say it was tasteless, but it, it was it along was, those lines. It was funny, but it could have been. I said it was post game trash talk, which I'm not a, I'm yeah. not here for post game trash talk. But it's not like you do it all the time. John in Winnipeg, John Ohm, Ohm says everybody's an expert these days. Where's the Jets gear, boys? Moose is looking like a Habs fan. I don't know. I can't wear two shirts at once. And my team's playing tonight, Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights. Just go worry about your own game. Don't worry about what we're wearing. Uh, One more on the Edmonton Elks and whether or not it is grammatically correct or whatever, if it's even cool. Metal Shingle Guy writes in on the Prairie Mobile text line and he says, the other Canada's team should be the Leaves, not the Leafs. So he's like elk or elks, whatever. Opinions are like belly buttons, right? Everybody has one. Most stink. To the sports update. Alex Kalorn and Anthony Sorelli scored while Andre Vasilevsky was strong in net once again, helping the Tampa Bay Lightning beat the host Carolina Hurricanes 2-1 for a 2-0 lead in their second round playoff series. Vasilevsky finished with 31 saves after being named one of three finalists for the Vezina Trophy. And by the way, that's our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Who should win the Vezina? Vezina, Marc-Andre Fleury, Philip Grubauer, or Vasilevsky? What are they saying on Facebook, guys? What's the results there? Do we have a, do we have a big enough body of votes yet? Who are they giving it to? It's split three ways. Vasilevsky in a, by a yeah. nose almost. Yeah, he's winning 45%. He's he has almost half the votes. Um, and good. He was really good last night. He keeps them in games, and yeah. they've got enough offensive power that they can be opportunistic, too, even when they're being outplayed. Thomas Pelzier and Nathan Legere scored 46 seconds apart late in the second period in the Val d'Orfeuille down the Victoriaville Tigre 4-1 Tuesday night to even the Quebec Major Junior League final at two wins each. Xavier Bernard and Jeremy Michel also scored, while Jacob Pelzier had two assists for Val d'Or, who got 21 saves from Jonathan Lemieux. Game five of the best of seven Presidents Cup final goes Thursday at Center Videotron. Meanwhile, a day after being named to the WHL's East Division All-Star team, the worst-kept secret from the Subway Hub is official. Connor Bedard was named the WHL East Division Rookie of the Year. The North Vancouver product was every bit of his exceptional status, posting 12 goals and 16 assists in just 12 games this season for the Pats. His 28 points were the most in the dub when he departed the regiment to join Team Canada. Let me say it again. He led the dub in scoring at 15 before leaving to join Team Canada. That includes a bubble that included Peyton Krebs, Ozzie Weisblatt, everybody Ridley, else. Ridley, Ridley Gregg, Greg, Ben Tristan McCartney. Robbins. Oh, yeah. Dylan Delegajondaire. Yeah. <laughs> 
Vladimir Guerrero Jr. capped a career-best four-hit outing with his Major League-leading 17th home run, and the Toronto Blue Jays celebrated their return to their temporary Buffalo home with a 5-1 win over the Miami Marlins. Vladdy doubled in the first, hit a three-run homer in the third, and added two singles. I feel like we're getting at a point now where you're just tuning in to Jays games to watch see if Vladdy goes deep. Right? I mean, they could still win, too, but now there's a buzz every time he's at the plate. Oh, yeah. It didn't take long. Not at all. Shapiro, uh, Mark Shapiro, the president of the Jays, believes there's a chance the team could uh, finally return home to Toronto at some point this season, but he cautioned the decision hinges on when Canada will loosen its strict border regulations. And I'm going to skip the NBA playoffs. This sports update for the Tap Brew House and Drive Through Liquor Store, where I went for lunch on Monday and will be going for lunch again on Friday. Try the jalapeno potato soup. Jalapeno potato soup. It's life-changing. You haven't had it, have you? No, I haven't. Sometimes I go to a restaurant and just say to the server, you've probably seen it, what's your favorite thing on the menu? Yeah. So a young gentleman that was serving me, he's a college hockey player that was home from college, and he said, this is what it is, the jalapeno potato soup. Try it. Sold. Wow. Forever. That's good. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. We'll be back with viewer takeover. Uh, a reminder coming up in hour two today, Dave Campbell, the color man of the Edmonton Elks. You're watching the RP show on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash. Your car deserves it at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. Rod and Moose back with you and our crew here flying the Millennium Falcon. Some comments have come in from our viewers, and I love the fact that the, it's kind of the same crew every day. You know what I mean? It's all one big family here. Yeah. Uh, from Troy in Toronto, he, uh, on the sports update, he says, I hate that the Blue Jays are in Buffalo. American teams can fly into Toronto Island Airport, stay in Rogers Center Hotel, and get out from Island Airport as well. I'm sure American-based teams are now fully vaccinated. I fail to see the risk. Play ball. Chris Bird in Toronto says, fly the baseball players in from India. There will be no problem getting them into Toronto. Where's the drum beat on that? Thank you. Funny, not funny. Mick's watching in Toledo. You know Mick? I know Mick. From ESPN Radio Toledo, host of the Cheap Seats, Mick Gonzalez says, The Elks? I'm with you, Rod. I would have preferred the Empire. Or should that be Empires? (laughs) Whoa! People are punchy today. I'm kind of over everything. If they'd have gone with the Edmonton Evergolds, I'm like, whatever, let's go. Let's just play. Yeah. Speaking of, from CFL Today on Twitter, this is what he tweets. Breaking. From my sources involved in the Blue Bomber organization, they have talked to the Manitoba government and have received verbal confirmation that they would allow a limited amount of vaccinated fans in the stands at IG Field. This is based off current vaccination rates in Manitoba. I would hope, I would hope 
They're allowing 2,500 into Montreal, 550 in Toronto, now 500 tonight in Winnipeg in closed arenas. They got to get to 10,000 or they're not playing. That's right. Just so you know, it's not about the virus. It's about money. We covered this on Monday. What is the Generation Z or Z term for a broken record? What is it? What is it? Your CD doesn't skip. Yes, yeah, I feel I feel like a CD skipping, but saying the same thing all the time. Your Spotify, it's not loading. No, that's not the same. Oh boy, this is hilarious. James in Border Manitoba says, "I would love to see Rod's man cave. I bet you have some great CFL WHL treasures in your basement." Rough Rider Gold. A lot of it's been sold on Virage. <laughs> I got this, we were talking earlier about Rich Sutter's place, like in Brian Sutter's house in Sylvan. You would never know the guy ever played hockey other than his entryway. It's all oak lockers, and he's got his Jack Adams Award for NHL Coach of the Year. Other than that, nothing hockey anywhere. It looks like John Dutton's house from Yellowstone. So at at my house, all the artifacts, they're pretty much packed away. But I remember a babysitter that we had when my youngest was old enough needing a babysitter, the babysitter was a female hockey player, and she came in and she was just like, ooh, this is like a museum. That was my old house. Yeah. It was like a museum. That, yeah, you're right. But in the new place, it's not, as, it's not as much. You've been there. Yeah. There's a gigantic oil paint mural of old Taylor Field, like massive. It takes up the whole wall. Yeah. It's really cool. And then an SJHL oil painting of all 12 teams the sj gave me that i think it was for my work with the humble broncos in the aftermath of the crash i can't i'm pretty sure that was why i do we have a great relationship as you know right how did i get so de- de- derailed here <laughs> there's well chris bird in toronto says ten thousand will be no problem for the argos are we still on that i guess i guess i, I guess. clearly we're not the NFL report, now that the calendar has turned to June, NFL teams can trade or release players and spree, uh, spread the salary cap hit over two years now instead of one. That doesn't mean Aaron Rodgers is going anywhere, but the Packers couldn't afford to deal him from a financial standpoint until now. Other star players such as Julio Jones and Zach Ertz are more likely to be moved. The Philadelphia Eagles already released wide receiver Alshon Jeffrey and defensive tackle Malik Jackson with a post-June 1st designation. And the Minnesota Vikings did the same with tight end Kyle Rudolph with a salary cap expected to increase up to $208.2 million in 2022. Teams have more flexibility to make blockbuster moves now that June 1st has passed. We'll talk about that and more coming up in Hour 2. Edmonton Elks broadcaster Dave Campbell will join us. And I wonder if he's used to that yet. Probably not. Because I used to always say, Edmonton Eskimos. Color man Dave Campbell just rolled off your tongue. I'm not sure we're there yet with Elks. But we'll talk with Soupy Campbell about that coming up next hour and hour two. Stick through the break here on Game Plus. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.